Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning and praise the Lord. Good morning to every single one of you. Good morning. Grace and peace be unto you from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. We praise him and we thank him for another day that he has blessed us with to be here to tune in to Sound Gospel Radio. And I just want to say thank you to every listener. Thank you to every supporter. And I ask you to continue to pray for us here at Sound Gospel Radio. Continue to pray for our family members and our partners. Amen. When I say our, that means if you're part of this Sound Gospel Radio family, hallelujah, uh, We now have you now have new brothers and sisters in Christ. And I ask you to pray for them as so many are dealing with bereavement and loss and uh, some devastation and things that are going on. <clears throat> Excuse me this morning. We just want to remain prayerful. And I also want to say before we get into this word of the Lord, I want to say thank you. Uh, even this weekend alone, we were still receiving donations from our family and friends and some of our partners. So I just thank the Lord. I thank God. I didn't even see it coming. I was at a homegoing celebration and I saw one of our um, executive partners, excuse me, executive board members, and they said, oh, I have a donation. And so I want to say thank you to that person that sent the donation. We appreciate you. I thank you for listening. So I just want to say thank you and, and appreciate you all that continue to sow here at Sound Gospel Radio. All right. So listen, we're getting back into the mix of things. Amen. I promised you. Uh, that we were going to uh, finish this lesson in James chapter one. So let's get our Bibles ready for James chapter one. And I do want to say thank you to all those that participated in our uh, National Day of Prayer. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful presentation that we were able to do here at San Gospel Radio. If you missed it, go to our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter uh, to tune in, to check it out. And we'll have it on our podcast sometime soon. All right. James chapter one, we were looking at this scripture for a while. We were being encouraged because the scripture talks about count it all joy. It starts off with James and James is the half brother of Jesus. Amen. Again, um, you know, Jesus was here before the rest of them because the Lord, hallelujah, the Holy ghost, uh, came upon Mary and, uh, and, uh, put the seed of Jesus inside of her before Mary ever had any relationship with her husband, Joseph. But of course they end up having children thereafter. And James was one of those brothers. And he wrote in this scripture here, it starts out in verse two of James chapter one. He said, my brother counted all joy when you fall into divers temptations, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith, what does it do y'all? It produces patience. And then he tells us, but let patience have its perfect work in you. And that thing still grips my spirit because he wants us to have perfect patience. He wants that patience and that, that soothing calmness of the Holy Ghost to, to work perfectly in us that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And he said, why? Because God wants to use you. You are a solution to somebody's problem. I say that again. You are the solution, people of God, to somebody's problem. So God wants to use you for his glory, for his honor. And he needs to make sure that that patience, amen, that peace on the inside, that it works perfectly inside of you so that you can be a witness and a ministry to somebody else. Amen. And so this further verses we already talked about, of course, if you don't know how to go about it, 
You can ask the Lord for wisdom and he'll give it to you. But let's look at verse 12 because we already talked to the other verses. Let's hop down to verse 12. Let's hop down to verse 12 and um, look at verse 12. And it says, you know what? I need Deacon Bradshaw to read for me, Deacon, since you're here. I need you to read James chapter 1, verse 12. Amen. I'm going to try to read as much as I can, but you know, I need you to read for me. Come on, read uh, verse 12 for me. Read verse 12. Read it. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. Uh huh. For when he is tried, yes, he shall receive the crown of life, the crown which of the life. Lord hath promised to them that love him. Yes, keep reading. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. Uh huh. For God cannot be tempted with evil. He cannot be. Neither tempteth he any man. Okay. But every man is tempted wow. when he is drawn away of his own lust. Really? And enticed. My God. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, uh-huh. bringeth forth death. Uh-oh. Do not Ooh. err, my beloved brethren. Yeah. Every good gift. Yes. And every perfect gift is from above. And who's it come from? And cometh down from the Father of lights. Wow. With whom is no variableness. Okay. Neither shadow of turning. All right. Of his own. Yes. Will beget he us with the word of truth. Wow. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Yes, sir. Wherefore. Wow. So, so he just read us the few verses we're going to highlight, and I'm going to jump backwards here. It says, blessed is the man, hallelujah, blessed is the man that who, when he endures temptation, hallelujah, I would say, blessed is the man who endures temptation. That's Paul's right there. Blessed are you, people of God, when you endure temptation. Temptation ain't easy. It, 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 it can become some rough moments, but he said you're blessed when you endure it, meaning that you went through the temptation, right? And you did not fall into the temptation. So you are blessed when you endure it, meaning the temptation came and you did not fall in it. And Lord knows that we all get tempted. You know what's fasting time. It's time to turn that plate down. The pastor fast for 12 hours, 24 hours, two days, and you you sitting there at Wawa. Cause you know they got the breakfast sandwiches on sale for two for two twenty two. Oh my God! And you, listen, you failed because you were tempted. The coupon was there. Or, or how many times have you uh, fasted? I know I have. And somebody want to call you and say, "I cooked dinner. Come on over." Oh, that's a struggle, y'all. Especially when it's somebody. Big Mama call you. She make her famous lasagna, and you just, uh, well, Lord, what do I do? But he says, blessed are you when you endure that temptation. Y'all, we're going to be tempted. I don't know about y'all. Sometimes we're tempted every day, every other day, every week, every month. Many of us deal with different temptations. And when I say temptations, it's not always sexual. And it's not always, uh, 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 we always make it seem like temptation is an addiction of some sort. Sometimes you're tempted. Sometimes people have a struggle with talking about folk. And you can get lured in. I was in a conversation the other day with somebody about this and we can be lured in. And it's like, mm, that's so tempting. That's a, that, that gossip. Oh, it sounds good. Uh, but listen, he says, blessed me when you endure it, when you don't fall into it. There's so many different ways of temptation. There's some people that know, oh my goodness. How about sometimes we can have anger issues. We can have some anger problems. And sometimes those persons, uh, people know, well, I'm going to push her button. But guess what? You endure that temptation where you could have cussed them out. 
He said, no, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to trust the Lord. So blessed are you that endured temptation for, for, for when, for when you endure it, it says for when he has been approved, when you make it through that temptation, hallelujah, you shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. When you live this life for the Lord and you make it through this world of sin and you come out on the other side, we will see the, the crown of life. Why? Because you endured that temptation. And here's the deal, y'all. I want to stop right here. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. Oh, it is the Lord that's tempting me for God cannot be tempted by evil. He cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. Oh, it's the Lord tempting me. It's the Lord. That, mm, 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 mm. Listen, let me tell you something. It's not the Lord that brings the destruction. The Lord may allow the destruction to happen. He may step out the way. I said it many years ago. I see the Lord standing at a door full of adversity, trials, troubles, tribulations, uh, evil. I mean, just all kind of stuff. And it's going, it's flowing. And he stands in the door and he blocks it all from getting to you. And I said, sometimes people of God, sometimes the Lord may step out of the way. And guess what? He's stepping out of the way because he knows that you're able to endure the situation. I look at let's look at Job for for a minute. Satan comes to God and talks to God about I'll say almost something else. But God is the one out of nowhere say, "Have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered my servant Job?" And and, and Satan said to God, he said, "Yes, I did, but you have a hedge of protection around him." You have a protection around him, a hedge of protection. And so guess what? Guess what he does? He, he pulls the hedge of protection away from Job and allows Satan to come in. But guess what, y'all? Somebody said, why would a loving God do that to his servant? Because he knew that he was able to endure. Robokosha. He knew that he was going to be able to endure the hard trials. He knew that he was going to be able to endure the temptations. Because there were some temptations there. His wife was tempting him to curse God and die. You got boils up and down your body. You lost all your family. You lost all your wealth. Like you just lost it all. Everything's beginning to fall apart. Just curse God and just give it all up and just, just die. Just die. But no, he endured. The temptation, but let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But listen, y'all, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Wow. 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 Listen, y'all read. I'm reading for right there. Listen, when we're drawn away, each one is tempted when we're drawn away. By our own desires and enticed. There's some desires out there that we have, y'all. And when we fall into those desires, we're drawing ourselves away from Christ. That's why it's important to always stay in his will, stay in his way. That's why it's important to, let me tell you, I got called churchy and too saved. And guess what? You can say what you want to say. I'm going to listen to gospel music most of the day. I'm going to read scriptures most of the time. I watch preaching a lot just because I love church. I watch church. I watch singing. I fill my mind so much up with God and church and the word. And you can call me. Well, he's not a human. I'm a human. I watch regular TV shows and other things. But but if you put me on a scale of 
churchy things or God things and worldly things, the scale is going to go a little deeper on the churchy things and the things of God because I have to continually fill my mind, y'all, with the things of the Lord. Let me tell y'all something. Sometimes people say, oh, he's too churchy. When I when I tell him there's certain movies I won't watch and too much cussing, oh, because you just saved. No, if I hear too much cussing, it's going to get in my spirit and I just might cuss you out. See, people don't want to believe that. Not you, elder. Not you, man of God. If I hear it enough, before you know it, I can say it by mistake. It's happened to me years ago. I was a young person. I overheard someone say something subconsciously, and I repeated it back. And they said, oh, I knew it. I was in school, and I repeated it subconsciously. See, oh, that thing's getting your spirit. That's why I turn the TV off when I go to bed at night. That stuff gets in your spirit, y'all. So, so listen, listen, when, when each of us is tempted, when we're drawn away by our own desires and our own lust, but listen, y'all, listen, when that desire has conceived, are y'all listening to me? When the desire has conceived and when it gives birth to sin, I'm in verse 15, James chapter one, then when desire has conceived and it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, it brings forth death. Mm. So how many times when we fall into our temptation because of our desire? Because there's some things, y'all, there's times in my past I ignored God. There's times in my past where I did not want to do the Lord's way and I did it my way because I wanted it. I desired it. I wanted it, y'all. So I went and did it anyway. And guess what? Look what the word says. When that desire has conceived, now, now it, it gave birth. Ooh, oh, so now, now I'm getting what I want. But listen, listen, that, that desire, it gives birth to sin. Y'all, that desire that's not of God is giving birth to sin. And guess what? When sin, when that sin gets full grown, and, and the reason why I want to pause there real quick, and I'm really trying not to be here all day. But many times you see people that think they're getting away with sin. Sometimes some of us have been believers and we think we're fooling God. Who do you think you're fooling people of God? When we fall into diverse temptations and sin, and I'm telling you, not just sexual sin, not just alcohol and drinking. I'm talking about all different types, anger and malice and uh, jealousy and uh, 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 what's the other word I'm talking about? and gossip and all these things that does not represent Christ and lustful eyes listen just because you ain't uh, touching it doesn't mean that it's not in your heart come on here somebody the Bible talks about if we look on a thing and lusted in our heart we've committed adultery I'm talking about now there's a difference I see a pretty woman that's not my wife oh she's pretty but if I take time to say oh man look at that Oh my. And I'm sitting there, uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. And I start looking and, and dwelling and thinking, and I'm committing y'all in my heart sinful desires because that ain't my wife. And so when that sin and see, oh, that was just one little thing. But when I continue to dabble and dibble and into those desires and listen, y'all look what the word says. Then when the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown. I'm telling y'all right now, some of y'all hear me clearly. You think you're getting away. You think you're slipping away. You think that no one notices. You think just because no one notices, God notice. You think he don't pay attention. You keep on doing what you want to do the way you want to 
do it, how you want to do it, it's going to catch up with you because it's going to get full grown. And guess what it's going to do? It's going to bring forth death. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. But if you want to follow God's way, the Bible says, the gift of God. Come on. The Bible's turn. The gift of God is, is eternal life. So that's why verse 16 says, do not be deceived, my brethren, because every good gift. What I just say, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And the Bible, listen, right here, comes right back in James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And it comes down from the father of lights. Not the father of darkness, the father that shines through the darkness. You realize that's why he's the father of lights. It's a lot of darkness out there. There's a lot of mess out there. There's a lot of hidden secrets out there, but he's the father of lights. He exposes it all. It comes from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or no shadow of turning. You ever heard a song, Great is Thy Faithfulness? There is no shadow of turning with thee. Oh, God. Do y'all know what that means? Listen, when we when we look at our shadow, we see our shadow, y'all. We can move, and our shadow moves. When we move, our shadow moves. But guess what? Well, the reason why it says that about that shadow, there's something about God. Hallelujah. That is unmoving. He's an unmovable God. You ain't got to worry about him turning on you. You ain't got to worry about him. Because listen, every every uh, anything that's in, in light has, has a reflection. And you know, we put our hand in the light. We can see our shadow somewhere. And since he's the father of lights, hallelujah, that reflection, and I wish I had a better definition, it shows that shadow, but his shadow ain't going to turn. Hallelujah. When things move in your life, he's not moving. This is what that shadow of turning means. There is no shadow of turning. There is no shadow of turning with him. That means our world may change. Life may change. People may change. Things may change. Situations may change. I may change. You may change. Change may change. But he will not change. We can rely on him. He's a father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. I'm going to read another definition, another translation. Excuse me. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights. What, who does not change like shifting shadows. Then I just say that, say that with you. He doesn't change like shifting shadows. He is always the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. Come on here, y'all. He doesn't change. He's the father of lights. And now in here, of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth. Y'all hear me? Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. King James says of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Another translation says he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. I'm going to read this last translation. I'm going to go home, y'all. And it was his own free will that he gave us birth as sons and daughters by his word of truth so that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures, a sample of 
of what he created to be consecrated to himself. He's given us his own special word of truth. He wanted us to be his own special people. So he sent the true message to give us new birth. What is that true message, y'all? That true message is salvation through Jesus Christ. That true message is the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That, that true message is life eternal. That true message is a life of holiness and abiding in the word and he will abide in us. This is why he tell you, don't be weary, y'all. James chapter one, verse two says, count it all joy. When you go through these diver temptations, when you go through these situations, don't fret, don't give up, don't be, listen, count it all joy. You can make it through. Count it all joy. You can come out, count it all joy, y'all. You can make it through every situation when you trust the Lord. And I'm encouraging you to trust the Lord today. Listen, we're going to pick up this lesson again, James chapter one. And I said, you, if you haven't read it already, start reading because I'm going to start talking about it because I want to get down to verse 19 and we're going to look at 19 through, I guess, the rest of that chapter. So just bear with me. Continue to pray for us. Continue to pray for each other. Amen. The Lord is giving you power. You don't have to be an evangelist, a minister, a deacon, an elder to have power. Hallelujah. The Lord has given all of us power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon us. Hallelujah. So you can walk in his will, walk in his way, but count it all joy when you're going through temptation. Oh, he loves me. He, he's allowing this temptation to come because he know I'm going to make it out. You just look at it that way. Oh, he loves me. Oh, God, Lord. Listen, I was talking to a man of God the other day and I said, you know, I said, I thank God for this season. And it was a, it's a season that, you know, some of us are dealing with where it comes just trying and just testing. And sometimes the season is frustrating and it's, it can make you angry and going to make you uncomfortable. But I said to this person, I said, I thank God for this season. Because as when you start living, when you start living this life in Christ after a while, you count it all joy. You start to find joy in trials. And, and, and Paul talks about that in the word of God. He begins to tell us, he says, you know, he begins to find joy. He's, he begins to find peace and joy in the midst of the situation. And so you realize that when you go through these diver temptations and you go through these divers trials and tribulations, the trying of our faith work of patience. But let that patience have its perfect work in you that you may be what he's called you to be. And when you do that, you endure that, that temptation. There's a crown of life waiting for you. Hallelujah. And he says, just know it's not the Lord that's tempting you, but you can make it through. He says, be careful. Don't don't get into that temptation, because when that temptation gets tied up in your desires, your desires tied up in sin, sin, when it becomes full grown, it will kill you. That's what people don't realize. But guess what he says? Do not don't be deceived, my brethren. He said every good gift. That's why the lady did that song. Everything that happened to me, that's good. God did it. I think she got it from this verse because every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. Let me tell you what I love about the Lord. Although he's not the one that's causing the temptation, he allows the temptation knowing that something good is going to come out of it. I say it all the time. If I want to lose weight, I got to go through the pain and the suffering of the exercising. 
I want to see results. If I want to get a degree, I got to go through the pain and suffering of studying and going to school. So there's still good that comes out of the struggle. There's still good that comes out of the temptation when you endure it. So this is why he says, count it all joy because the temptation is going to come. But you can trust God. You can put a smile on your face with dignity, with strength, with power, because you're going to make it through. This is what I'm sharing with you today on this fresh wind, on this morning. Count it all joy, saints. Temptations are going to come. Trials are going to come. Situations going to come. But look at how strong it's making you. Wisdom doesn't just come from pop goes the weasel. He drops it in your mind. A lot of wisdom comes from the experiences that we go through. Many people call me throughout the week for counseling, for advice. And I say many because I as many. But I learned now the things I had to go through. Hallelujah. The times I had to cry in the middle of the night and didn't understand. And the Lord brought me out. He put me in a place of wisdom that now I can minister to somebody else because I become the solution to somebody's problem by going through trials and tribulations. And that's what the Lord is encouraging you today is if you're going through a trial and a tribulation, look at what you're saying. I'm going through. I got to go. I really got to go. But listen, I keep listen. You're saying I'm going through. Oh, pray for me, sis. I'm going through. Did you realize how you're already speaking your future? Did you realize how you're already speaking the end result? I'm going through. Yes, people of God, you're going through this mess and you're coming out with the victory. Father, I thank you this morning for the people that tune in to Fresh Wind. I thank you, God, for the consistency of our listeners. Thank you, God. Oh, God. I thank you, God, that you're expanding this ministry. I thank you that you're healing hurting hearts. God, I thank you, God, that so many people are being healed and set free through these songs and through the ministries that come on this radio station. Thank you, God, that we are a Holy Ghost filled radio station, a hand clapping, foot stumping, tongue talking radio station, God. And we're not ashamed to say holiness is right. We're not ashamed to follow you all the way. And we thank you, God, as we get ready to move on throughout this week, that you strengthen us, that you encourage us. And as we go through diverse temptations, as we go through trials and tribulations, we can put a smile on our face and we can count it all joy. In Jesus' name, amen. We're building hope. We're transforming lives 24-7. Sound Gospel Radio. God bless you.